<clears throat> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 132 of the Super Weapon Podcast, the most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius the Artist, and as always, I got my co-host DC here with me today. What's going on, man? It's been a long week for your boy, but we up in this and post I just turkey wanna... holiday, you know, first Saturday yeah, after. I know we're going to do some feel good vibes, but I just want to do a little bit of house cleaning for about five minutes here, man. Um, um, It's been a it's been a real, real, just real world, just real wild weekend. And I wanted to start off. Um, I feel it's it's only right because he played such a pivotal part in everyone's childhood. You can't say that you're a nerd. You can't say that you're a nerd, man, if you didn't, you know, partake in a little Power Ranger action. You know what I'm saying? Um, Unfortunately, the Green Ranger is no longer with us. You know, um, I think this, this is crazy because... You didn't never really realize how much one show or one character. All the characters are great, by the way, but the Green Ranger slash White Ranger is his just what he meant to so many people growing up. No matter all walks of life, man. You know, it's it's funny just how we are all connected in some ways by the littlest things, right? It could be a, a character from a show, music, whatever. But um, yeah, man, is you know, they they were saying that it was suicide, and you know that goes along the lines of some of the things we preach here about uh, mental health and just checking in on each other, making sure everyone, you know, we all gonna have up and down days, but we just we the the best we can do, man, is just try to be there for each other, man. And unfortunately, this had to happen to someone that was you know beloved by a quadrillions and trillions of people, man. Um, yeah, I just I don't know, man. I really it was something that I had a loss of words for, and still kind of have like just these feelings, man, because. You know, I, I grew up like we, me and you, and a billion oh, yeah. people. We woke yeah. up and used to watch this in the morning, and and he had such a long tenure there. Like Power Rangers is just going on forever. I believe it's still on. Yeah. Like, it, this one was tough, man. You're right. This one, this one was incredibly, incredibly tough to really just kind of come to terms with, and I don't think a lot of people still haven't. I mean, this is. Just like you said, man, this is somebody who influenced, you know, multiple generations of kids. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he, he was on many, many seasons of not just Mighty Morphin, but, you know, Zio, Turbo, um, Dino Thunder. Like he he was he was that guy for everyone. And, you know, I, I just. Just prayers. Man. Yeah. Like I, it's, and, you know, yeah, for anybody is, who you know. who's seen the stories and stuff, man, especially like regarding his, you know, who was soon to be his divorced wife, man, just be kind, you know, because, you know, you never know what she might be going through. You know, you know, there's words of an argument that they might have had. Um, and I've seen people kind of say some really nasty things about her, man. And, I, you know, nobody deserves that because that's something that 
you know, she's going to have to live with for the rest of her life, whether or not she was a direct cause to it. You know, I'm not saying she was or not, but it's just like you were saying, man, you never know what people are dealing with. And, you know, I don't I don't think many people will ever get over this. I mean, you know, we just lost the voice of Batman. What? Not even two weeks ago. You know, that was another mm -hmm. an, another childhood hero, Kevin Conroy, you know, rest in peace to him, man. It's just. It's been a it's been a tough time for the eighties and nineties kids lately, man. We we we're losing a lot yeah, of our heroes, it's man. like you know, I don't want to say memes, but you see it like people have been saying that on Twitter, like it's it's hard out here for a nineties kid. We're losing our heroes and it's mm -hmm. people don't understand, you know, I just see stupid things and it make me so mad because these two cool for school type people like man you know y'all ain't really know these people or blah 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 life goes on and blah 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 it, it goes back to my saying that people really are forgetting how to just have empathy for people mm -hmm. like there was a life at the end of that like dude i don't have to know you to have to to feel empathy for you passing because i'm the type of person i'm thinking about your family that's something that they have to deal with and that's what kind of even like tommy like yeah I, duh, I don't know him personally but this guy created memories fond memories for me so that attachment is there and it's okay to care like i i just i just don't get that attitude of oh man you know just another celebrity you didn't know him blah 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 and all that. i'm just like I don't know, man. I, I think, I just you know, I, I like to think people like that are just, they've always been kind of miserable humans. You know, people that don't have fond memories of things or, or, you know, people that they've grown up with, you know, essentially because, you know, he would do, he, he was such a, even outside of the show, a big activist in the community, the Power Rangers community, you know, he's always nice. It, it, everything I've heard about him, that people have met him. Yeah, I didn't get so many, he was, like, he's a great guy. Story. Yeah, like, I've never really heard anything mm -hmm. negative about him, like, in the press or anything. Every time I, I saw him, like, online conventions or whatever, he always looked, like, upbeat. Like, he never, like, fans come up, he was never pressed or bothered about it. He, he soaked it all up. Like, I've... I've Unfortunately, like now that he's passed, you know, you kind of go down this rabbit hole. I've just been looking up videos and stuff and I'm mm -hmm. like, and I just went down this uh, nostalgic like trip. I was just looking up old clips of like the original Power Rangers. I was like, yo, like this was like dead ass my shit. Like this was, you know, I remember we used to be outside. You had to pick a Ranger. Like people would fight to be the Green Ranger. Like that was a thing. Like. <laughs> We yeah. used to play Power Rangers. You had a villain. It was like, we were like crazy with it, man. Like, and to be like Tommy, it was like, you you had to be that guy on the block to be Tommy, bro. Like, you Everybody just always be. wanted to be Tommy, man. Yeah, <laughs> there was so there's no doubt about that. It's, it's, it's definitely going to be a hard one to really just come to terms yeah, with. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, Jason, David, Frank say his name i always say it backwards and i didn't i had to really focus i'm just that's just me yeah because he got three first names and it, it like kind of <laughs> messed me up yeah it kind of messed me up but rest in peace brother uh thanks for the memories man we'll we'll forever love you here at super weapon man yeah absolutely man it's you know like i said man it, it just be kind on the internet man be kind to people in your life you never know what anybody's going through man like you know even somebody as prolific as him 
you know, went through, you know, had his own demons and troubles to deal with. So just, just keep that in mind, man. We never going to stop talking about mental health around here. So yeah, man. And, um, we will be plugging in the, um, in our description and everything, we will have the suicide hotline numbers and things of that nature. And I know it's easy to say, you know, you're not going through this alone, reach out to friends, blah, 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 blah. You can say all that. And it's just hard. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, I don't take this lightly. I know that have dealing with those type of emotions. It's just heavy, man. That's just something right. heavy. You don't know what people going through. All we could do is just try to open our arms and be there for our friends. That's all you can do, man. And just, just be kind, man. That's, that's, that's what I always say. Just please be kind. So. Yep. Rest in peace to, to to Tommy, man. But um, speaking of speaking of childhood memories, man, we have we have our, our first topic. We're gonna we're gonna switch gears a little bit, guys, and, and jump into the to the news of the week, man. This is something that we actually didn't get to talk about last week, and I was very adamant about bringing it up on the podcast this week. Um, and that's Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet. <sighs> so you know we don't talk about Nintendo a lot here, um, not because not for any particular reason it's just you know me and dc don't really play a lot of nintendo games um i know i haven't over the last couple of years um once again not for any particular reason other than just re really not a lot of time to play every game on the planet um but i was really hoping to get back into pokemon with this game man um it's been you know years since i've played any pokemon game and this one looked like they were really pushing the franchise forward to where people really wanted it. You know, your fully open world Pokemon game where you can go out and see the creatures running around and and um, and really just like live the fantasy of the of the anime. You know, which was a big deal to a lot of people. And I wanted to talk about this because there's been a lot of discourse around the games um, since they've released, um, and that's mainly due to the performance problems that the games have had and whether or not you know people should or shouldn't buy them. And I, and I really just wanted to have this conversation because I think a lot of the times in, in the games industry, you know, people are quick to dismiss others' opinions on things. And, you know, I've seen a lot of people say, well, you know, the, 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 the performance isn't there, but it's still, it's still a fun game. And I feel like if it was any other game besides this franchise, uh, which is, by the way, the highest grossing media franchise in the entire world, um, that this would have been a pass. Like people would have been, or not not a pass, but people would have been just jumping down the throat of Pokemon or jumping down the throat of any other series but Pokemon. And um, I'm, I'm incredibly disappointed by this game, man. I've I've seen, I've watched plenty of streamers play it. I've, I've watched a few YouTube videos on it. And I just walked away really disappointed um, by this game, man. And you know, it's it's just it's unfortunate that Nintendo and Game Freak, Nintendo Game Freak and the Pokemon Company aren't going to do anything to remedy the the issues because this game is is chugging at like maybe twenty frames a second, and you know that is unacceptable. It is absolutely unacceptable. I mean, you look at games like uh, uh, Legend of Zelda. Um, most of their first party games, Nintendo usually has a quality bar that they hit you know, when it comes to their games, they're, they're, they're not usually all about graphical performance, you know, Nintendo's games usually have their own charm to them. And I just really feel like this one kind of fell short. Um, and I think it's time people just be honest. You know, I, I feel like a lot of people are just giving it a pass cause it's Pokemon. Um, and I just, like, like I said, I, I think I'm going to wait on it. Um, 
you know, I'm going to get it eventually and probably play the modded version on PC. Purchase the games that you mod. Don't illegally get these games. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say how you get it. It's your business. But I'm just I'm just really disappointed, man. And, you know, I, I know you've kind of seen some of this stuff. Um, where did, where did you kind of land with this, man? Like, you know, we've kind of talked a little bit about this off offline. Um, but I just, you know, I honestly, I just think people are just lying to themselves. Well, this is where I kind of stand with it. And I am a medium rare fan of Pokemon. <laughs> I'm not going to sit up here. Medium rare. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of like, I know of it. Yeah. I can tell you about, I can tell you a little bit about the lure and stuff like that because of how big the franchise is, I do know quite a bit about it, but I've never been like really involved or invested. I have a lot of friends. I mean, it's just like what we were talking about Power Rangers, like certain things in certain eras, mm -hmm. you know, we had Power Rangers and then there was Pokemon. Like we grew up in that era with those two powerhouses, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, I do know a little bit about it. And even if I didn't, what I'm seeing on my screen is just like, in this day and age, is not acceptable at all to me. Um, a lot of people, like you said, I, I'll just reiterate what you said. You know, it's just like, oh, well, you know, it does this, it does that. It checks this mark, it checks that. So it's good to go. And I'm like, that's a slippery slope that we're creating because, you know, 20, 20 frames per second? It look it just looks bad, man. It looks bad. And I was watching people stream it and you know, streaming is a very tricky beast within itself when it comes to, you know, your bit rates and all that stuff and trying to make sure your stream is up and running good and looking good. Mm -hmm. But this game, man, everyone I watch play this game. And what's crazy, um, shout out to Terrible Game and I was watching him play it last. Um and it seemed like the more that he played it, I don't know if my eyes was just hurting. And this is not me trying to be like over dramatic because I have no beef with Pokemon, right? I know Pokemon's pedigree, no beef with them, but we have to call it how it is. And the more he played it, it seemed like it was getting worse. Yeah. Like the grass got so blurry that I was like, yo, like, what am I looking at? I was like, what am I looking at? And then it is sad because it does check off a lot of things that people were looking for yeah. but we shouldn't be using that as an excuse to let this you know fly by then there was like issues to the point where it was getting so bad i know a few people i was watching they had to stop playing it because it was crashing repeatedly like they'll play it for like a good 20 minutes it'll crash mm -hmm. they'll reload it play it again good 15 minutes it was a uh, the, the screen was locking up like it was, it was just literally like freezing and it's it's just so sad because i know a lot of people yourself included who was really excited about this game and i mean i even saw like previews and stuff and i was like okay it's gonna look better than that right before like it even touched down i'm like okay it's gonna look better than this it right? has to it has to yeah it, i kept it looking and then it came out and i was like oh okay because the the running joke on the internet is is like this looks like a nintendo 64 game and i'm like well you know you got to call a spade a spade a lot of you know pokemon defenders they have such a big fan base a big aggressive 
fan base who's defending this game at all costs. And I'm here to tell you, you can attack me all you want, but it's not it, man. You guys just... deserve better. Pokemon fans, y'all deserve better than this. And I just want y'all to open your eyes and realize. Yeah, man. And that's, that's the thing that really kind of gets me, right? Like, you know, we, we've seen kind of where the industry is right now where it's kind of the and it shouldn't be this way but that's you know we're talking about reality here right like where the expectation is the game a game comes out it's not going to be the best it should be usually like how many times have we purchased a game where you get like the day one patch or day zero patch or you know mm -hmm. there's usually issues that need to be fixed and and i know game development is a much more complicated process than we even mentioned here you know i it's unimaginably complicated and i think the biggest problem here you know for me is the pokemon company the the company that actually owns the pokemon franchise and game freak are the developers of the game not nintendo i know that's been like a big topic of conversation you know nintendo works more so as like a publisher of sorts um of pokemon but you know i i think this game needed this game looks like it needed at least another year to cook before it released. I mean, you look at look at where Call of Duty is right now, where Modern Warfare 2 is right now. There's a lot of people that enjoy the game, but it's almost impossible to play it on PC right now because of all the tech issues that have been happening. You know, people getting dev aired out of the game. It's blue screening people's PCs. You can't find your friend. You can't, you know, send your friends invites through the through the convoluted menu system that the game has. And, you know, I, I think that you know, we as gamers, you know, we are an entitled bunch of people, but you should demand more from the series that you love that, you know, when you have a certain expectation of something. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think we're in this dangerous territory of people being apologists for this type of stuff. And I'm not blaming them. Once again, I'm not blaming the developers. You know, I, I just know somewhere along the development uh, pipeline of this, like somebody should have said, hey, this isn't really where we need it to be. So let's, you know, take a little time to fix it. People are going to buy it. No way. I mean, the game sold 10 million copies in three days. It was the fastest selling Pokemon game of all time. 10 million copies of this game flew off the shelves. But, you know, I feel like a lot That's of the times reason. people are afraid to to ask for more from the developer. I mean, the you know, we're just at this point in the industry where I feel like we're, we're just really in this dangerous territory when it comes to games and you know, I don't, you know, I don't look at Nintendo like they're above any sort of criticism. I know to some people they are because, and the reason why I wanted to bring this up because there was another, another thing that people were talking about. Was, oh man, maybe they'll fix the game. Maybe they'll patch it. There was an article that came out where Nintendo is essentially denying there's anything wrong with Pokemon. And that frustrates the hell out of me because once again, you know, you have this certain expectation of Nintendo games. We've talked about it on here, how they essentially print money with whatever they release, people buy it. But, you know, do I think that it's time for new Nintendo hardware? I do, um, but I don't think that's the entire problem with Pokemon, this particular, these two particular Pokemon games. And it's just like, you know, when are we going to really start speaking up on and being honest about these things? And, you know, I, there's a certain, certain people that I've seen on Twitter, social media, YouTube and stuff, Reddit, that have really just gone to great lengths to to continue to make excuses for this type of stuff. And, you know, it's just you, you really got to start speaking with your wallet and, you know, let's stop invalidating people's opinions on games just because they haven't played them. Like you see what I see. Let's just be completely you, you're yeah, looking at exactly. the same game I'm looking at. Let's 
let's just be honest for a second, right? Like I can give you, I can still offer valid criticism, you know, provide value to the conversation. Even if I haven't touched the game, I've watched enough of it. You know, I, I, I do that myself. I'll watch enough of something to where I can get a, a general idea of whether or not I think it's going to be fun. I mean, honestly, if we're being completely honest, that's what you do with everything. Anyway, you, you look at something and evaluate it, whether or not you think you want to buy it before you do. Mm -hmm. So let's not invalidate people's opinions just because, you know, oh, well, you, you're just a, you know, you're just a Pokemon hater. You're just a Nintendo hater. No, I'm looking just at a casual, you're just a casual and you know, and, and to be fair, I do think there is a little bit, uh, you know, people sensationalize some things when it comes to content creation, but you know, like, like I said, just look at the game, man. Like, look at what DC was just saying. The game has a memory leak issue where it completely crashes after 15 or 20 minutes where you have to, people were saying, oh, well, if you just restart the game every 15 or 20 minutes, that's, that's not solving the problem. That, like, <laughs> and if you're streaming it, like, what does that look like? Right. Like, like you read, you okay with, you, you shouldn't be having to do that at all. No. And then, like I said, we are so beyond 20 frames per second. That should never be a thing anymore. Like, no. I don't want to see that ever again. I don't care what anyone says, you know, oh, you, you, I forgot what the hell the word I was called on Reddit, but I'm like, dog, we should not be seeing games period in 20 frames per second. Not even like, not on a cell phone, nothing. <laughs> nothing this, this it just looks bad yeah. you cannot sit up there you know i understand people can play through it through the way it looks but then when you have technical issues of it crashing it's ruining your game i couldn't experience. i couldn't look at it man it was giving me a headache like i i, no, I told I you the grass after a while the grass looked like it was just back like the textures of the mountains grass whatever and then that little lining, like it seemed like there was a line around the characters. Like it just looks <laughs> shitty, man. It looks shitty in the game. It does the game of great injustice because like I said, everything else seems to be hitting on all cylinders. Now, one thing I would say about the game in particular that I didn't like, and this doesn't have anything to do with what we were just talking about with the frames yeah. or whatever, was I didn't like all the open space. Like there was just like the world feels people, empty, doesn't it? It doesn't feel like there's anything. It's what it's what we talked about before, right? You know, you got these you creating these worlds, but you have to create interesting things in these world worlds. And I know, like you're walking around and you can see Pokemon that you can catch, whatever, whoop de woo. But I feel like they dropped the ball here because you know there's it's so much you can do in an open world game, especially an open world Pokemon game, like. People, I'm a, you know what I'm gonna start telling people, man? Take the Street Fighter Six approach. Just cram it all in there. <laughs> just, just cram whatever you think. Just cram it in there. You can't miss. Like, cause you, it, it was so much cool stuff you can do with Pokemon in the open world. I don't understand why mm -hmm. this world is so bland. Like. It's just unfortunate, man. Like assessment. Like I'm just. And I've seen like. Once again, I don't know, like, you know, as far as credible, but it kind of makes sense to me. Like, I've seen people talk about the size of the of Game Freak, the developers, like, you know, there's allegedly less than 200 people there that work on Pokemon. That's that's insane. You're talking about the highest grossing media franchise of all time. Pokemon deserves better than that. 
you know, your fans deserve better than that. And, you know, once again, I feel like a lot of times people just overlook the things that Nintendo does. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to always be honest about how I feel about things. And I just feel like Pokemon is not up to the standard that it has set previous in, in previous games. And, you know, not to mention the fact that they're unwilling, just downright refusing to fix it or do anything about it. And I'm sure the developers there probably feel terrible because they, you know, they obviously love the series. You know, it's probably like a dream come true for them to work on, you know, Pokemon. But they, you know, probably reading all the stuff that people are saying online, the mean things, the hateful things that people are saying. And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's ways to deliver criticism without also gatekeeping their community. Like, don't invalidate other people's opinions because, once again, just because I haven't purchased it myself. And that's because I made a conscious decision because games aren't cheap. They're only getting more expensive every year. We've talked about this. You know, we're creeping into exactly. that $70 territory. When 2023 hits and all these AAA titles and stuff that have been delayed time and time again, 80% of those games, probably most of them will be $70 next year. Like you can, you can guarantee, I can guarantee that. And so if I spend that amount of money on a game, I expect a certain level of quality. Just like if you purchase food, expensive food, you expect a certain amount of quality. So let's just not be apologists. Like don't, don't be a Nintendo apologist. Don't, don't be like, well, I'm having fun. So that means there's nothing wrong with the game. That's totally not true. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, you know, I, I hope that we can get to the point where they fix this, you know, maybe with enough, you know, enough people talking about it, demanding, demanding that they, they update it, you know, optimize the game at least. Like, I think it's too late to change some of those bigger things like we were talking about, like, you know, making the open world feel more alive, you know, what, what have you, but you know, at least at least get it to a consistent thirty. I can deal with thirty frames if it's you know not too jittery. Yeah. And stuff. It, it doesn't bother my my eyes as much. But I mean, God, I mean, if you guys have ever seen us live, I got big ass glasses on my face. I can't see for real, so it, <laughs> it hurts my eyes. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah, I'm straining my man, eyes. <laughs> like, I can't. Like even with like the Pokemon and how they look, like you may have these cool aesthetics, but it's just like. I couldn't get into it because just just because the way it looks and for people who saying oh well it's still fun it's still this and it's still that just imagine what it would have been if it was at least 30 frames per second right or if it was 60 frames per second you're having fun now imagine imagine playing it and it's and, and the characters are looking silky silk like butter there's there's no um 3d pixelation or whatever or like texture the, popping the texture it yeah just... like and that was another thing, like the pop-ins, like the background pop-ins and, you know, you're traversing through the land and stuff just like popping up. I'm like, yo, like, what are we playing? Is this 64? Like, is it really, is this 64? <laughs> like, is this, I was like, yo, and like I said, shout out to uh, Terrible Gaming because I respect his opinion because he is a big Pokemon guy, right? Mm-hmm. But he didn't shy away from the issues either. He 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 was pretty much uh, voicing the same concerns that we were voicing. It was like, hey, I like the game, you know, I like the 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 fighting, the gameplay, these type of mechanics, this, that, and the third. But I would be lying to you if I didn't say I was not disappointed in these frame drops and all this stuff that he was going through. 
And I'm like, that's just all I'm saying is just kind of put their toes to the fire a little bit. Just like, yo, like, come on, man. Like, demand better. This guys. ain't it. <laughs> yeah, this is not it. This is not it, man. Like, y'all ruined what could have been, like, I'm pretty sure. Because, I mean, you know, these the, the, the people on social media, you know, they're fighting all the critics saying, well, what do you know about Pokemon, blah, blah, blah. Because the critics, they, they took a dump on this game. Majority of the critics. Rightfully so. <laughs> and they were saying the same thing we were saying. Like, the majority of the critics was like, yo, this is not it. And then they getting attacked by the, we haven't created a name for the Nintendo people yet, but the Nintendo Knights. The Nintendo, oh, Nintendo Knights. Oh, we're going to workshop mm, that. I like episode. that. <laughs> nah, hold up. Got my notepad. Oh, Ooh. man. I like that. But yeah, man, it's just, it's unfortunate. I just wish, you know, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to do anything about it because, like I said, you know, usually when it comes to, you know, games, like the sales usually kind of speak volumes. And the, and the fact that it moved that many units, you know, Nintendo's mm -hmm. probably looking at it like, well, you guys are wrong. Whatever. Screw you. We're not going to give you a free code next time Pokemon comes out. You know, and that's, you know, Nintendo's been notorious for how they... They don't they don't really like any sort of criticism when it comes to their games or their consoles. Like they are they are the apple of the games industry. And I you know, Oh no. <laughs> I stand on that. Like I, I'm gonna stand on that. Like they are. You can if people can get mad at me, hate me, whatever. They are the Nintendo is the apple of the video game market. And I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Like if you you'd be lying to yourself, but okay. Because if we get another big title that launches like this, can you imagine if Ref of the Wild launched like this? Oh man! Breath if it comes out next too. year and it and it and it, yeah, there's no way. I mean, but honestly, to be honest, I think we're getting a new Switch next year. Um, that's just my opinion. I think it's gonna drop. I think Switch. Back. I think Switch is a amazing system mm -hmm. with the tech and everything that it does. But I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt if it got like a power boost. Yeah, like it wouldn't hurt if you know they updated the software a little bit, like. It can only help the system go up, but I think sometimes I just really believe that Nintendo really, really, really drinks too much of their own Kool-Aid, and so does the the people who love them, the fans, and you just have to honestly sit there and be like, honestly, if this was any other game, mm -hmm. if, if, if this may be an unfair comparison, I'm, I might just stick to, like, Nintendo games. Whatever's hot, like, on Nintendo uh, switch right now like if, if xenoblade came out it was like 15 20 frames per second or these games that don't have hold the power of the mighty pokemon franchise they may be in a different scenario see pokemon already made in three days they didn't already made millions right mm -hmm. so they're like oh well shit we we up like oh we don't care what y'all got now like we good over here. Like, we ain't fixing that shit. Y'all tripping. But 20 frames per second, every time I say that, that just make my throat dry. Like, we we should not. That's that's desert heat right there. Get that's just head, literally, man. that's literally just dried dirt. You ever went outside and just saw dried <laughs> dirt with cracks in it? That's that's 20 frames per second. It, it just, we better it, than that. It's horrible, man. Just just do better, Nintendo. I just... Nintendo... I felt better, I felt man. a burning passion in my soul to talk about Pokemon today, and I had to get that off my chest. I feel better now. But we're gonna move on, man. We're gonna we're gonna we're we're in the next chapter of what I like to call the the biggest acquisition in gaming history, which will or will not shape the industry. 
so we got we got more new updates for the Microsoft Xbox acquisition. Um, told you guys every time there was like a big update, we're gonna talk about it. And boy, oh boy, has there been some updates. <laughs> so Sony continues its crusade to stop and derail this deal at all costs. It seems like um, we've gotten some interesting numbers out of this, and you know, rumors, you know, for the future of the industry, you know, when it comes to consoles, but. I really wanted to kind of talk about this, man, because it seems as though, you know, with the F the US FTC is allegedly starting to get involved where they potentially might try to take this to court to break this acquisition up. Um, it just it just seems like Sony is just really trying to pay the, play the pity party here. I'm gonna just call it like I see it, man. They're, they're, they're playing the pity party right now where, you know, they're throwing out all these numbers and figures to try to make Xbox seem bigger than what they actually are in the market. And we know that's not true. Um, the two biggest companies that are leading the market in terms of revenue right now are Sony and, uh, oh my goodness. I just forgot the, the name of the company. It's going to hit me later. Uh, the Chinese, the Chinese company, Tencent. Oh, there we go. Tencent. Um, but yeah, you know, there's, there's these rumors that apparently Microsoft's, uh, game pass has swelled up to 29 million subscribers, which I think is just absolutely incredible. I mean. You know, we haven't gotten an update on that number in a while, but that's a pretty substantial number, um, you know, for Microsoft. I just I just really think it's interesting that we see this, all this stuff happening, and it seems like so many people are trying to get their hands in, into this. Um, even Microsoft going as far as, as um, offering uh, PlayStation a 10-year deal for Call of Duty to keep it on consoles, and they, they still didn't like that. I mean, just... How, how do you kind of feel about this entire thing, man? Do you think there's a realistic chance this deal doesn't go through? Nope. This deal is going to go on to go on track. And Sony, like everyone else, is just going to have to deal with it. Now, my thing is this, you know, one way or another, Microsoft, Father Phil, they're going to get you. <laughs> One way or another, they're going to they're going to get what they want. And their whole objective to me, this is how I feel. Their whole objective is game pass. Yeah. The growth of game pass, the expansion of game pass, whatever they can buy to throw on game pass to entice more people to join game pass, because that's all Call of Duty is to them. Right. Right. You're going to have this Call of Duty, you get special maps, blah, blah, blah. But hey, join Game Pass. Join Game Pass, you get this special vehicle, this special skin, this new character is going to be all types of stuff like that. Join Game Pass. So they're doing all this Game Pass pushing, and they're not even really looking at their competition the way that they should because they're on a different trajectory, as we stated a billion times on this show, right? You know, we got two different companies going two different places. And right now, you know, I put it in my notes. I don't even know if I want to say it, but Sony's acting a certain way. I'll say that. <laughs> Sony's acting a certain way, man. And I don't think that this would really, let's just say if they do stop it, Xbox is going to find another way to get these subscribers to Game Pass. And they have the money to do it. It's a never-ending battle. Like fighting money is insane because it's, you know, you fighting. You find a trillion-dollar company. Yeah, you fight one of the, if not the biggest company in the world. 
So if this don't go through, they're probably right now sitting at a round table discussing other options as we speak. So Oh, I'm sure. I'm, like Activision, Blizzard, there it's an unbrother of it, there's a lot under that unbrother. And I when I look at stuff and uh, I look at the meaning of trying to stop this, you know what I'm saying? Because it's basically saying, you know, you guys who know business and stuff know how this goes. They're just basically saying that it's giving Microsoft too much of uh, basically an advantage over the competition because they'll have too much. And I don't know. I don't want to say that's necessarily true because there's still things that Sony can acquire to kind of even things out, but the question is, do they have the money to do that? So it's a very interesting case that we have here on our hands with Xbox and Sony and this forever lasting fight. But at the end of the day, I believe that we will see this go through. I don't know what Sony's gonna do to answer that. I, I mean, like I said, I don't know. There's there's other places. I mean, I mean, I say other places. There's other things they could um, actually purchase to help expand their brand. I mean, they still got the single player uh, game on lock. And that's that's a big part of this puzzle, whether people want to admit it or not. Like, they sell their systems because of their exclusives. Mm-hmm. So, I think- Sony ain't chump. They ain't no chump. I'm not saying it like they a pushover. They still got that, that, that trump card in their hand. And it's just it's interesting to see that they they're taking the approach that they are just based off of what you said, right? And I think I think you hit the nail on the head. I agree with you 100% when it comes to Game Pass. I think that's the thing that they are most afraid of is they're afraid that once cuz I think the I agree with you. I think the deal's going to go through. I think there's going to be certain concessions that Microsoft is going to have to agree to certain conditions for them to allow the deal to go through. But ultimately, I think it will. And I think the biggest thing that they're going to be afraid of is Call of Duty ending up on Game Pass. Because what did I just talk about, you know, a few minutes ago? The price of games is going up, you know. Sony has already raised the price of the PlayStation 5 in other countries. Um, Mm -hmm. And eventually, you know, I like to think eventually that's going to find its way here for Xbox as well. There's a... There's been, you know, Phil has kind of talked about that, um, you know, the eventual price increase that will happen. Um, I think it's going to happen in Game Pass as well. You know, once they start hitting on these, because we've been very critical of Microsoft here when it comes to their first party lineup. And it's it's been it's been shit. Let's be honest. It's been terrible for mm-hmm. the last five, 10 years. It's been pretty bad. We've had, uh, we've had a lot of misses. Yeah. A lot of misses just last year. And they and they so, still they still have a lot to prove in that department. And I don't think them just simply acquiring um, Activision is going to just suddenly change that because they have Call of Duty. I mean, Call of Duty has its own issues that we were just talking about. It has its own problems right now. Um, you know, but I think Sony's just afraid of losing that share of the market. You know, to the to the to to Xbox, but. You know, Xbox is kind of countered and saying, you know, Sony, you need to be more worried about Google and uh, Amazon, which I think is true. I think that's a very valid criticism um, because they're starting to creep into the market. I mean, we can sit here and talk about the monopoly that Apple has on the mobile gaming market, right? Like nobody wants to talk about that. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. You no, know, they they have monopolized and they gonna mobile game they gonna, market. They're gonna tell us to be quiet too. Yeah. Hey, shut your mouth. No, they fly under the radar with the things that they're doing because you got to think the Apple, the Apple App Store, and it's so intuitive. It's just it's really it's it's, easy it's to, to the use. point now that if your game, if you want to succeed in a mobile gaming market, you have to put your game on uh, the App Store. And then, you know, from everything I've heard, there's there's loop hoops and hoops you have to jump through to get it approved nowadays, which is just, you know, they can do that because they've cornered that part of the market. And, you know, Activision has such a huge library of mobile games. And, and you know, I think Microsoft's looking more at that part of Activision than just Call of Duty. I mean, Call of Duty is going to be here. You know, it's, you know, number one selling game every year. But mm-hmm. I think Sony's just more worried about the fact that they will eventually have to play catch up when it comes to stream the streaming market, which they will. I mean, once again, I still haven't heard anyone talk about PlayStation Plus, <laughs> like whatsoever. Yeah, no, what is it? The tier plus? Yeah, or different it's like, tiers. And... It's it's like three different tiers. Um, look, if you out there, look, hit our socials, please. I want to know. Yeah, like, I'm are like... you enjoying the service that you're paying for? I would love to know. Cause I haven't bought it. I, I and like what are the numbers? Like I want to know. Like what are the numbers a month? Like what are they doing? Uh, let me write that down. Cause I I definitely want to research that. Yeah, that's something that I'm. I would be curious to know myself. And you know, we're at the point now where you know I I think the industry is really. It's so funny how how fickle gamers are. You know, when it comes to the brands that they support. I mean, when the 360 was out, everyone was. Just, was pooping on the PlayStation 3. You know, they eventually got it together towards the end of that generation and it led into the very successful PlayStation 4 um, and mm-hmm. into this current generation. But, you know, in that, I think, I honestly think Sony got a little, they had got a little big. You know, they were, they thought they, they were going to be top dogs forever and they, they're fighting hard. I mean, like, trying to get public, they're trying to sway public opinion by releasing all this stuff, you know. Um, and I'll say it, man, I, I love PlayStation games, but I hate their business practices. I do. I think they are one of the worst companies when it comes to that. They're not consumer friendly. Um, they don't have your best interest at heart. They don't. And if you think so, you're you're just delusional. You're being delusional. Um, you're just being, don't make me call you the P word. You're being a pony. You're being a Sony pony. Um, you're being a Sony pony. But yeah, it's just it's just really interesting to see. Like, I'm curious if the FTC is really going to get involved. I know there's been a lot of conversation about just tech companies in general, like just how they've mm. they've come to consolidate the industry. The tech industry is starting to kind of gobble itself up. I mean, the last time I believe they got involved in a major merger was uh, I'm pretty sure it was the AT and T deal that happened. I think in 2013 when they merged with um. Gosh, I can't remember the the companies that merged with AT and T. Um, um, I'm drawing a blank on it. It'll come to me later, but that that was the last time I remember them actually getting involved in like an antitrust um situation. So ultimately, I'm I'm right there with you. I think the deal will go through, but you know, I think there's gonna like I said, I think there's gonna be certain terms and conditions that they're gonna have to abide by. If I had yeah. to guess what that would be, hmm. I think that one of the major things that won't happen, and I hesitate to say aloud in this, but I think it's going to be encouraged that they don't put Call of Duty on Game Pass when it first released. Like maybe they'll have to wait like six months or a year or something, you know, maybe. Um, I can see something like that happening, but ultimately I think 
Sony is afraid of Game Pass. I think they're afraid of the service itself, not Xbox, not the not the physical box. I think they're just yeah. they're just more afraid of the service and how how large it's gotten. Um, and once you know, hopefully, twenty twenty three is a good year for Xbox. It has to be. I said it like two episodes ago. It has to be a good year for Xbox. There can be no shortcomings in the first party department for them. They cannot flop in that department. Like overall, I'm sure there's going to be some games I won't like. You know, we, we're all different. You know, we're all human. Mm-hmm. But overall, like they have to start getting these games out the door. They have to. Otherwise, it's just going to be the same. We're going to be talking about the same thing next year. Okay, whoop de doo! You bought Acti- Activision. What are you going to do now? Like we said last episode, like, <laughs> are we going to be saying, oh, wait till 2024. Oh, when the studios get together. Oh, wait till 2025. Nah, oh, like, um, we've stated this in the last episode, and I'm going to just say it again. Xbox, I love you, but you are on thin ice. You're being watched. Yes. You're being watched carefully. I, I, honestly, I would love for them to drop a show by the end of this year. I would love for them to drop a um, a show with a what do you call it roadmap type of deal. Ooh, like I need to see a show with a roadmap type of deal. Explain to me what are you going to do in an upcoming year that you we, we well, need some. The Game Awards are around the corner, and they usually do save some big exclusive news for that. So maybe we'll get something like that. Maybe we'll get a Starfield release date during the Game Awards. I I would think they they just based off of their history with the game awards that they will. And I almost kind of say that they have to at this point because Mm -hmm. we don't know anything about like really big titles for next year. Like we don't know if I I had to guess, I think Spider-Man two is coming out like late next year, uh, October, November. Um, We'll probably get like one or two more big Sony exclusives next year. But outside of that, we don't really know. There's not too many on Sony side either. Yeah, Yeah. You do have a point. Yeah, we don't really know a lot of like, you know, maybe we'll get a we didn't get our we didn't get a PlayStation Direct like I was uh, assuming we would have in October. So maybe we'll get one like early next year, January or February. Um, I mean, those months are pretty stacked for games. But like mm-hmm. like I said, those big triple A first party games, we don't really know much about. So, you know, jump the gun while you got the chance. Xbox, take the news cycle for a week. Starfield releases on. You know, April, Boy, April you. 31st, you know, whatever, you know. Let me tell you, that's going to be the biggest indicator. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. if Starfield flops, boy. Starfield's oh definitely going to be the bar, which I judge pretty much every other game they release. I agree with that. I do. Starfield, there's a lot on their shoulders. Like, to be in that studio in that position with that type of pressure, yeah, because yeah, your game got to hit if if that game has don't to. hit it has to it's the biggest game they're releasing next year in my opinion of what we know let me say that of the games that we know that they're working on outside of like hellblade 2 which i don't think is coming until 2024 mm-hmm. um starfield is that game it has to be good that's i'm judging everything else <laughs> by how man. well that game is how how well put together that game is man i'm gonna buy it with day one i'm not even gonna think about it i'm gonna buy it and i'm gonna give y'all my honest unbiased opinion this is coming from somebody who has traditionally not played bethesda games like myself versus your opinion you know you've played quite a few of their games so you'll have a yes. much more in-depth opinion so we'll have a good range of opinions here 
So I'm, I'm afraid, man. I'm not going <laughs> to even lie to you. I don't think when you can mark this time down 11.50 a.m., 11.26, I don't think, I don't think Starfield is going to be it, man. I don't, I don't think it's going to be it unless they've done something drastic from the last time we've seen it to now. It has to be good. It just has to be, man. Like, I just, I'm worried for it. I'm worried for Xbox. They, they got a hit, man. You know, I don't want to turn on you, Papa Phil. Don't, mm. don't make me start looking at you with the side eye, man. You, you told me you were going to get, you know, cigarettes and you never came back type stuff. Don't do that to me, dad. <laughs> yeah, father. <laughs> Damn it. But yeah, man, that's, you know, and another big piece of news that came out of this entire thing was, you know, the alleged release date of the PlayStation 6. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Well, let's go ahead and break that down because, um, what the hell am I even trying to get a five for? But no, that's years, <laughs> that's years later. Um, and I was thinking, I'm not sure where that would put that in the PS5's life cycle, but when I heard these rumors, I was thinking a PS5 Pro, perhaps, but they were talking about a whole well, new well that's a good question when did because we're what three close to three years into this cycle because they, they came out in 2020 so ps4 pro release date I'm, we're doing this live i'm looking it up when it released so that was 2016 so and this is just our assumption right so if you guys don't know what we're talking about so microsoft you know kind of hit back at a, a lot of the um a lot of the points that Sony was making and they, you know, said that they were expecting the PlayStation 6 to hit in 2027, which would put it about seven years after the release of the PS5, which kind of tracks a little bit from, you know, the last couple of generations we've had, you know, it's been like five to seven years, you know, when it comes mm -hmm. to release dates. And um, I I do think we're going to get a PS5 Pro probably by 2024 if i had to guess we'll get like that mid-generation that kind of tracks a little bit because i think that yeah you might be right man i think that kind of tracks like i think it's very realistic we can get a ps6 by the end and for people that that say it's too soon to be talking about this i can guarantee you they're already working on these new consoles you know this the series the series z or whatever the new xbox is going to be when it comes out you know please change the name <laughs> Please, please, please. It's confusing. Please. Oh my God! Just go to numbers, man. Xbox Three. Just give me an Xbox Three. I'd be so happy with that, man. But I, I you know, if I, if I, and I wanted to kind of ask you like a fun question, man. What would you want? You know, I know we're, you know, just like I said, we're very early in this generation. But what do you kind of want or expect out of a place out of the next gen? You know, the PS Six and Series, whatever. You know, what, what would you want as a consumer? Because um, people are already mad at the price point of these consoles. So they, you, you guys might as well get ready for when those come out. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I expect? Just in terms of just looks, I think. Yeah, looks, price point, you know, any anything think, like that, yeah. I think they're going to scale back on the looks. I think that we're going to go back to something more... Um. I want to say basic. I don't know if that's the right term, but we're going to go something that's a little more simplistic. There you go. A more simplistic look. And I'm always an advocate and people, look, I ain't the richest guy, but 
my thing is this, right? When we had the new gen consoles come out, you know, when you went to go get an SSD card and all that other stuff, you just really spent an extra three hundred something dollars. So essentially, you were you were spending nine hundred anyway. I'm always up for the price being, um, I would say maybe between eight hundred to a thousand, mm. and that's that's long as these like it has to come with like a a a, a spacious hard drive. Like you have to see where your money's going. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind paying that much for a system. I know, I know, I know. It sounds elitist, but I usually start saving up for new consoles. Like once I know, like a year out or so, when a new console is about to come out, yeah, I start saving money. So once they start talking about them, once the rumors come out, once the rumors get kind of finalized, I'm like, okay, I need to start putting money aside. So I don't mind spending like a grand on a new system. Because you did it anyway with these old ones. If you bought hard drives and stuff for your system when it first came out, where you had to buy them really expensive hard drives. That's a good like, point. I didn't even think about hard drive space. Yeah, the PS5 yeah. really got a lot of flack for that because the hard drive wasn't the big... I mean, you know, the, the Series X... You could literally put either, two but... to three games on there. And that was it. Yeah, especially by then, we're probably going to have games that are going to be like, Oh my gosh! Can you imagine like a two hundred gig game? Oh my gosh! <laughs> We're getting to that point where gigabytes are starting to become the new megabytes, man. Um, Is that crazy? Yeah, it's That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> Terabytes about to be the new big thing. Yeah, and... but I mean, I could see it. I could see uh, the new generation hitting by then, and it doesn't sound that far away. Maybe because we're going into twenty twenty three. I mean, you, you're talking, that's what, like four years away. Um, I think it's entirely possible that we will get a mid-gen refresh in 2024. Mm-hmm. And then you'll eventually see next-gen closer to the end of the 2020s. That makes that makes sense in my brain. I would even say probably delay it a year, especially if they do that mid-gen refresh. Because it was 2016 when the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X came out. And then we didn't get brand brand new consoles until four years after that so that kind of tracks in my head i kind of see that being the case here um honestly i don't think i don't think they're gonna be as especially with xbox working on that that tv dongle that they delayed um that streaming i i think i think those the consoles are gonna be i think they're gonna be less prominent than they they won't be as needed because you'll probably have a PlayStation app, an Xbox app by the end. So maybe they will be able to charge a premium price for those devices because you don't necessarily you won't necessarily need them to play next gen games. That kind of makes sense in my head. And you know, games are going to be seventy, eighty dollars by the end. So you know, they're gonna... looking very interesting out there. It is, it is, and you know, I'm I'm curious where this is going to go, man. Like I, I like I said, I ultimately think the deal is going to go through. Sony, you just you better sign that ten year deal. Why? Why it's still in front of you? Why that paper's still hot from the press? Because mm. if this deal doesn't go through, I I see Microsoft going on a spending spree when it comes to exclusives. I do. I've even seen oh, yeah. people talking about them targeting uh, Japanese studios, which I think they should do anyway because Xbox has historically not done well in the uh, the Asian Eastern Asian market. Um, it does well in right. Europe and Canada and the U.S., but. 
places like Japan and China and stuff, you know, Xbox doesn't have a, a, as big of a foothold as Sony does. You know, that's pretty much their home turf there. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see. So, you know, I would hate for that to happen. Honestly, I almost kind of want them to, the deal to go through because if Microsoft kind of starts to renege on a lot of those things about how they feel about exclusives, we could, it could turn into a bidding war for exclusive games. And that's honestly not good for consumers. Man, hell no. You know, that's, that's, no. that's not good for us. It's not good for the industry as a whole. I mean, I just, you know, I hope it does, you know, and then Microsoft will continue. We want everybody to play our games everywhere type stuff. Um, Cause you know, Papa Phil will get that get back if it don't go through. So <laughs> he, yep. uh, he will definitely get that man, but you'll see Patty Phil. Yeah. Oh, that's what we're going to start P- calling him, man. <laughs> Ew, bro, PP. He gonna show up with a grill and a chain on in his interviews, man. <laughs> Smoking a Sony pack. <laughs> I try to be fair with you guys. Right. Sounds like old mafia Don. Ah, that's seventy billion dollars they would have to play with. They already put that money's already gone in their minds too. That's the crazy thing about it. That's a lot of money, man. But we'll see, man. But uh, I think that's a good cap on that, man. Uh, PlayStation Six rumors. Um. We'll see, man. As as always, when this continue, this story is going to continue to to develop. update, develop, and um, grow legs, run around. Because yeah, and we might see this for like years, man. Because they could, when you get in that system, and they can hold things up, and it, it just can get really nasty. Yeah, man. if it goes to court, I think it will delay the acquisition. I agree with you a hundred percent on that. It, it'll probably delay it longer than they want it because I think they they wanted to have this deal wrapped up by summer next year. Um, and that could delay things. So we'll see, man. Uh, but Xbox, you still got to prove yourself. Don't think we're we're going easy on you. You still got to deliver. All. If Star- you love something, you you know you got to put a little pressure on it, man. Yeah. You got to. Starfield is definitely the 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 bar for for us next year. So we'll, the Starfield we're... is like the compass. That might even be is like it... a two part series, maybe even three. If we lose, if we lose Starfield, we lost the Battlefront. If we lose, <laughs> I they... like that. <laughs> Sony is in there. If we lose Battlefield, we are up shit creek. And even if Starfield is a masterpiece, that's one of. Cause we know Forza is gonna be good next year. We know that. Like it's, Man, it's a given, for, right? For racers, yeah, yeah. Like they've but been. Racers only like it's like okay, they're good, but racers don't. They don't really they don't move make the needle. That noise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They don't. They don't move the needle. It's like oh, it's Forza. Forza stands on its own as a brand. So people already expect for Forza to be good, but. It's after that, like, and then it's just like, yeah, we still haven't. Okay, I mean, we still haven't seen. We, have, like, we got gears. What we get the gear six? We, we ain't gonna see that till twenty twenty four. Um, Fable mm-hmm. still haven't. We've only seen a CG trailer for Fable. Uh, what else am I missing? Whatever uh, avowed. Haven't seen avowed since twenty eighteen. Like, there's just so many games that. They just have to. They got to hit on, man. Like, I think now that is to say, I think that when Hellblade 2 comes out, it's going to be fantastic because the first one was, was great. And, you know, they have more money to do what they want now with that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see whatever Obsidian is going to end up doing. I mean, they just released Pentiment, which I heard was pretty good. Um, 
I hear it's a lot. It's very exposition heavy though. So if you're, you know, if you guys aren't into that kind of game, it might not be your cup of tea. Um, but it's on Game Pass. I, know, I was actually thinking about downloading it just to try it out. But mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see, man. Um, I think that's gonna do it for episode one thirty. One thirty-two, man. Thank you guys for hanging out, listening today, man. Um, as always, you can find me everywhere on social media. Darius Artist, where E is the three. I am getting back to making content soon. I haven't quit. I've just been incredibly busy. And uh, I do miss making content, and I will be coming back like I never left. So make sure you guys follow all the socials, man. Follow Super Weapon everywhere. Um, and DC, you got it, man. Take us home, baby. All right, guys. What a fun packed episode we have here. Um, I've been fighting, sneezing into the mic and going all crazy over here because I didn't want you guys to hear that. But anyway, we're going to keep you guys updated with all the Xbox um news and we're gonna it's gonna be a long one man this is gonna be a long process and i am gonna look forward to covering this because i really want to see what's going to happen here and as far as you know pokemon go we'll see how that we'll see how that ends up with you know they have the mods on the pc i want to see it look better so i'll be checking that out i'll be scoping around and seeing who's gonna use a little booster as I like to call it the little booster shot get them uh, frames <laughs> up baby yeah but yeah man um all the socials man go there make sure you uh hit the YouTubes um gonna be toying around I'm actually actually over the break I've been just toying around on the back end of YouTube trying to get uh get my footing so I'll be uh linking up with you Darius since you are a youtube guru i am a youtube newbie i kind of want to just slap some stuff up there man and see what happens honestly i just want to you know just jump out there see what happens throw take some of my clips that i've been putting on uh tiktok and also maybe do some youtube shorts over there and tomorrow we're gonna get together man oh we um i know know you guys saw the animated um new animated logo um we're, we're we're putting our intro to that man so it's Tomorrow, I'm going to link up with our good friend, Corey. We're going to play around with that and get that going. And then we're going to throw that on a social. Yeah, we're going to throw it on a social media, man, and let you guys see this greatness that is being built. And that's about it, man. That's all I got to say, man. Everyone, you know, have a respectful, lovely, beautiful Saturday. And once again, RIP to our man, Green Ranger, White Ranger, a.k.a. Jason David Frank, Tommy Oliver, whatever you guys want to call him, you know. Just send some prayers up, man. Send some prayers up. And that's it, man. That's it. All right, guys. We will catch you next week, and we will see y'all later. Peace.